sightings of UFOs. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? Welcome to UFO No, the show where we separate science fact from science fiction the best that we can, and we dissect stories, and we break down theories, and we go through things, and we debunk things, and, uh, you know, whatever else we do. All the other profanity and appropriate stuff that you've come to know and love in between. That's right, and guess what, everybody? It's Boy Mike! Those people cheer for anything. <sighs> you discredit them, Mike. They only cheer Always. for what they're passionate about. That and uh, I can't, you yeah, know. They're passionate about other button, things. About they're passionate about all kinds of things. Button clicking. All kinds of things, Mike. Tap. That's all they cheer for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were right. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you all for joining into another episode. This is episode, in fact, 49. 49. Mike, episode 49. Is that not crazy? 49 episodes. It's a lot more than I thought we did. I know. It, se- it seems like it seems like well, a lifetime. It's only been a year. Really? It's only been a year. Hey, thank you all very much for sticking around. Those of you that have been around since episode numeral numeral. Thank Wait, what did I just say? Not what you were trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> Hell. Uh, oh, shit. Umero numero. There we go. The way that's one said. number. That's, no, that's what you said. Yeah. Is I meant uno? I meant uno numero. Wait, no. <laughs> You're doing it again. One I number. Numo. Nu- Fuck me. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about number one in Spanish. Why do I keep trying so hard? I'm not bilingual. I'm not know. bilingual. It's terrible. It's terrible. Why did and I... on that note, we'd like to thank El Nino. El Nino, which More is Spanish. Spanish for the Nino. <laughs> Thanks to Chris Farley it's for that re- wonderful line. It's in reference to oh, shit. the wind That's right. on the equator. Exactly. Exactly. The wind on the equator. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you all for coming on another wonderful episode coming on. Why do I? Why does it always lead to jism? Why does it always do that, Mike? To me, I I mean, I think plenty of other hosts have said that exact phrase without pointing out the sexual nature. <laughs> Feel like we're getting in our own way here. Oh man, I want to give a big shout out on that note, <laughs> jism to Leonard for always listening. Thank you, Leonard. Good to have you home, man. He was out fishing in Alaska, made it home safe. He Thanks. will not be messaging. Thanks, you man. This week. No. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, as well, thank you, Damon. Chism. Thank you, Grayson. Thank you, everybody. All the listeners out there, thank you very much. Look, if you want a shout-out, oh, Corey, as well. Thank you, Corey. If you want a shout-out, let me know. Text me, 208-790-8226. I'll be more than happy to converse with you about the show. You know, let me know. Complaints, whatever, whatever. You know, whatever you got. Lay it on me, man. I'll give you a little uh, a little alien emoji. It'll be fun. Anyways, we'll exchange communications. <clears throat> but also you can follow us on Facebook, UFO No Podcast, and find us everywhere you find your favorite podcast in case you're listening, not on your place where you listen to your favorite podcast, but somewhere else. 
Now we're on YouTube. Also, if you're just listening, you can also go watch now on YouTube. It's fantastic. The production value is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I got a team of 20 working on this shit. Day in, day out. It's, 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 that's not true. At all. At all. It's so, but check out the show, YouTube. Anyways, thank you. Share this amongst your social media platforms, such as Instagram, Facebook, wherever else you want to splash us about. We blend in well. Uh, I want to thank Clarkson CBD company for always supporting us as well as Hell's Candy Cannabis Company. You can shop online for uh, ClarksonCBDCo.com. Use promo code UFO. No, that's one word UFO N O. And you could save 10% site-wide. And then make sure to ask for Hell's Candy <laughs> Cannabis Company. Bring a balanced experience back to your cannabis. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. Washington State retailers, go in there. Or you can go into your Washington State retailers, what I should say. And you can ask for them. Hell's Candy Cannabis Company, do so, please. It helps support them. And it helps support us because we support them. So, anyways, thank you all very much. Uh, what else, Mike? That's it. We got a hell of a show. Okay, here's what we're going to talk about. Oh, also, if you have not gone and checked out some of our other episodes, if this is your first one, first of all, thank you. Thank you for joining along. Welcome to the club of the cool kids that talk about weird shit. But uh, go check out some of the other episodes, starting with number one. Once again, we're number 49. I don't believe our Spanish listeners know which number that is. Could you try and take a stab at which episode that is? Oh, there we are. I got it. We're officially bilingual. There we go. Uh, So go check that out. Go look at some other episodes I've had on Alan Greenfield, right? Renowned occultist and author. I've had on, uh, let's see, who do we have on, Mike? We had on Wajid Hassan, Hassan. who is a spiritual guru and uh, several marks students (laughs) of, yes, several marks. Uh, and one that shall not be named Mr. C. And uh, we hope to have him back on. But anyways, a whole bunch of people. We've talked about all kinds of crazy things. And today, this episode is no exception. We are going to talk about mushrooms being from another planet, y'all. Another planet! Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it? I mean, think about it. Okay, so here's here's some of the theories. We'll go into a little bit more. But here's some of the theories. Okay, some of the theories are... That mushroom spores came down from asteroids and what have you from space by whatever means from millions of years ago. In fact, they're one of the longest or the oldest organisms on the earth. So is that right? So wouldn't that that's right. by nature make the rest of nature also probably not from earth, but from space? Oh, by off by. Uh, well, I mean, if it's the oldest plant life, that means it didn't. All nothing else grew before the mushroom, pretty mm. much. You know, so if it's growing, it could have been part of its spores. Could have been, you know, whatever extracted from other plants, taken to nourish them, causing stuff to grow, and then a chain reaction. Yeah, you think you know you plant one weed and then it spread to the whole place. It's no different. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Well, that's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. I mean, technically, if they are the oldest organism and things spawned, I mean, you know, then that leads to, then we must also be aliens. Well, I mean. Right. I mean, isn't that, that makes sense, doesn't it? 
Technically, I mean, at that point, I think everything is alien. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if we're going to be aliens because some alien plant life dropped on a rock and grew some shit, and then everything else that grew on there, doesn't that still make it from that rock? Well, yeah. That's, making yeah. it terrestrial, anything from anywhere else would be where the term alien comes from. Yeah, that's that's true. So nothing would be alien, even if a spore started. It just supports panspermia is all yeah, that yeah. we're really going with this. When, say, the Big Bang or whatever scattered shit everywhere, it sprinkled a little bit of everything everywhere, and what took, took. Yeah. It's like throwing a bunch of seeds in the wind and seeing what works. Well, there was actually a... I'm going to bring up a cool little picture of a uh, of a mushroom. Uh, so those that are watching are getting a colorful display. Uh, mushrooms, uh, they did a study in 2019 in the journal Astrophysics and Space Science, and they claim to have uncovered evidence of mushroom-like fungi on the planet Venus. Okay, so which makes sense. Uh, yeah. It says they were able to survive scorching hot temperatures of 900 degrees Fahrenheit showcasing the resilience of these alleged alien species. So it was found on the surface then, not in like one of the craters that are significantly cooler. Uh, it says the author, Dr. Sh- Dr. Ron Gabriel Joseph said he believes the fungi are the perfect life form, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the surface photograph surface from the Russian Venus probe. So it has to be on the surface. Well, I mean, unless they can see into one of the craters from the surface. Cause like, if you look at it like this, like all of the surface is, extremely hot then you get down into these craters to where they have ice in them so that's the drastic temperature change there we're talking at least a thousand degrees difference so in between where you want muggy musty swamp like weather would be in between where the ice is getting hit by the steam and whatever and it's making it warm and muggy and that's perfect conditions for mushrooms to grow yeah that's what where they grow here well, that's exactly what it was saying. It was talking about uh, the earth mushrooms uh, create neural networks between clusters of trees in forests spanning for miles. Are they trying to say that these <clears throat> mushrooms are the only reason the rest of the plants communicate? Well, I don't think that's what they're going with. I think they're they're talking about microcilium, which is like the earth's nervous system mm-hmm. or part of it. So it just integrates with it like every other plant mm-hmm. on the planet mm-hmm. that is allegedly not alien according to this. Yeah, but now that's where, um, you know, the stoned ape theory comes in. And that's, that's uh, well, first, it's obviously there are scientists that believe that because they found this on, on Venus, mm-hmm. that that explains the alien origins of fungus or fungi, fungi. It's fungi. It's fun. Actually, it's fungi. There's a a, a, a gentleman named um, Paul Stemitz mm-hmm. who describes it as fungi. So one guy out of the entire rest of the planet for all of time that's called it fungi is the right one. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, he's pretty. He wears a mushroom hat, so I take him seriously. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> but that is interesting because I've had my own. Minor theories on like, okay, if the sun has its magnetic pole and Venus is just a little closer to it than we are, mm-hmm. what if there were more planets in the past that slowly have worked their way in there and burned up or whatever, and Venus was where, ooh, Whoa. Venus is where we are. Yeah. 
and then it moved closer. So now we are where Mars was. So Mars was colder. We were colder, like Mars, moved forward. Now we're in the perfect sweet spot as compared to Venus was in the sweet spot before. Mm. Supporting life. I don't know if we're going back to this ancient alien type thing or ancient older human civilizations then if they were spacefaring they could have jumped ship to here during that time which is i mean we'll say the earth was cold at that time they jumped ship from venus that was starting to burn up yeah lived underground which is why we have all these crazy elaborate underground tunnels that are super old because that's how you would survive an absolutely frozen top when the planet has a molten core. Yeah. The closer you go underground, the warmer you'll be. By the time the planet had moved into more in the sweet spot, then by that point people started emerging. I wonder if that's more the end of the last ice age for us. Yeah. And then we start coming out of these caves and going out and about to where it's livable. Well, from what uh, a guy named Terrence McKenna, or Terrence McKenna, who is Paul... Or, I'm sorry, that's a different guy. There's Terrence McKenna and there's uh, Dennis McKenna. They're brothers, mm. and they, they okay. both uh, study psychedelics and mushrooms and psilocybin and all that. But uh, he's got the stoned ape theory, and that's where he believes that these mushrooms that were found by early ape descendants became the, quote-unquote, evolutionary catalyst missing link there. that language imagination arts religion philosophy and science all came from that's fair point like unlocked kind of mm-hmm. mind to think mm-hmm. in different ways because i'd always thought potentially if we were gonna go with for sure we're from apes because i know everybody calls it fact and oh only two percent different that's like 30 million strands of dna yeah so no 2% shit ain't shit yeah Okay, so well, yeah, even two percent difference, you got an that's, entirely it's different. Too much. That, yeah. That's at yeah. random. Yeah, for genetic code. Anyway, uh, that potassium being a radioactive material over long courses of time through sun exposure and monkeys and stuff were eating an awful lot of bananas. Yeah, full of potassium that over time and radioactivity would have caused mutation. Well, and uh, according to you know. He believes that, you know, if this is fact, if this fact is true, that that it was the mushrooms, he believes that the possibility the aliens knew of the powers possessed by the mushrooms, that they basically gave it to humanity to cultivate um, specific points during our evolution. And then from there, they point out evidence like ancient drawings from China that depict the Rishi mushroom as a halo around the heads of mm-hmm. superhuman monk-like figures. And they levitate and move through the air like superheroes after decades of meditation and Rishi mushroom consumption. Mm. Now, of course, obviously we don't know if these drawings are a metaphor. We don't know if they're, you know, uh, uh, you know, for instance, the Bible is thought to be what? 95% metaphor. Yeah, And so if that's the case, that that's how ancient civilizations or older civilizations, you know, kind of communicated to future generations was through metaphor, then 
you know, some of these things that, that, that people are taking literal as mushrooms being the gateway could, could mushrooms be a metaphor for something? I mean, if they, <clears> I mean, <throat> you could look at it at multiple ways. If we're talking the same stoned ape theory towards that applicable, uh, you would like it opened up their mind and then it granted those abilities that you were just talking about, mm -hmm. or it literally could have been that civilization was on the brink of evisceration, starving to death. And then they found these mushrooms harvested them, they fed them, made them strong. They were their saving grace. Mm. They were the only thing that kept them from dying off. Yeah. And then you would think they would worship it in a lower society like that. Yeah. So it could absolutely be metaphor. Maybe that's why through everything else, and they're like, all of them have this. Maybe that's, I mean, we've always talked, they call it a bird, they call it a chariot, they call it, they call it this. Yeah. It's whatever they knew and that they were relating to their culture because we do it all the time when we're describing shit. We're like, oh, it's it's kind of like this all the time. That's not what we have. I don't have a toaster shooting out bread to <laughs> whatever be like, oh, that's kind of what this lizard does. It shoots it out of its mouth like toaster shoots out bread. No, yeah. It's other civilizations do not know what a toaster is. That's true. That's true. They don't. So it's impossible. The only way to be a universal because they don't know your language, would to be through drawing and depiction in that manner. is yeah. Show me handing food to somebody else, you know, in a picture, they'd be like, oh, okay, I don't know what you're saying, but it seems like you want to share. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was, in fact, there was a uh, an article that came out a while back looking at an old belt buckle style that came from some mummified remains and it had what looked like jewels around it. And because it was the size of an iPhone, all these people nowadays were like, Oh, it's the iPhone of the, you know, of this, this empire. And I immediately was like, this is exactly what humans have been doing forever Yeah, is except now we have this, this device that we, you know, worship basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we attribute, we, we now are like, Oh, we want everybody to have an iPhone, you know, and immediately. So I'm like, Oh, of course, Apple's going to love this, you know, going to love the fact that, Oh, look, our iPhone made it all the way back to prehistoric, you know, times. And uh, at this point, what size isn't an iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> right like so what you, you guys are claiming the rectangle now as you guys got that trademark yeah exactly no, come on well you already got the goddamn apple shit if you take it a, a picture of an apple and take a bite out of it you get sued for copyright infringement it is strange though because you said in egyptian is where they <clears throat> i can't remember buckle? exactly where it was but yeah it was over in aztec remains of I some kind aware that anyone else had used belt buckles they were all in the cod piece kind of well it was like it was like it was attached to a belt but it had it was a rectangular yeah. shape and it had these weird jewels on it in fact you know i should have brought it up but uh i mean i should have brought up the uh the actual article but anyways yeah it was really really interesting how immediately they were jumping on this as a as the iphone if I drop my iPhone in the toilet, <clears throat> it dies, right? Like it's done. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Can't imagine it's going to handle extremely high Egyptian desert heat and <laughs> yeah. sandstorms. Yeah. You know, a little. If I drop my phone in the sand and it gets a little buried, it might not work anymore. Mm -hmm. So maybe what? It 
this iPhone made its way back into the past. It didn't work. So he's like, I'm going to make a belt out of it. Yeah. Like that's dumb. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it was, uh, it was really funny because I thought flimsy in a combat society. Yeah. Well, and I just thought it's just, it just cracks me up how, um, I want to take just a moment to talk about CBD. CBD works as a very powerful anti-inflammatory. And I'm sure a lot of you have met someone who's used it or know a family member who's using CBD to relieve pain, anxiety. And the truth is it does all of those things. Helps relieve pain, reduce and prevent inflammation, as well as relieving anxiety and stress on top of improving quality of life. So if you're looking to try CBD for the first time or get into something new and you want some answers, Clarkston CBD Company is where you want to go. Little plates I help manage uh, as well as educate people as to the benefits and products that can work for them. Check us out online, ClarkstonCBDCo.com. Shop online, reach out on Facebook, Clarkston CBD Company, and back to the show. You know, like I said, I mean, even in history, we know of that, ain't, you know, people did this. And, uh, oh, here it is. I found it. If I want a realistic speculation on this, I would want a forensic anthropologist to be mansplaining this to me. Yeah. On Because I feel like if in that society they found an iPhone, they would break it open see all the little wires and stuff, and they would probably pick out the precious metals, the copper, the gold, whatever they got in the wiring. Yeah. And then they would be like, mm, the rest of this is junk. Not a belt buckle. Yeah. Well, I've got it I've got it pulled up here, so for those of you watching, um, you can see what I'm talking about. But uh, Does basically, it have the Apple logo on it? <clears throat> no. Okay. It's just got a bunch of jewels, but it is the size. I mean, it's this guy's holding it, but a group of archaeologists have found a strange black rectangular object next to a skeleton of a woman in a grave at the excavation site of Alatay in the mountains of Republic of Tuva. Oh, Russia. The 21-year-old phone-like device amazed the archaeologists. So immediately they're associating it with a phone. And so that's what I thought was hilarious is I'm like, here we go again. Okay, who who knows what the fuck? This could literally be something like there was this was a, a real thing in Times of Pirates was they would have these um what, what would you call them? Uh, uh, signal devices that would go over a map. Oh, and yeah. you would line it up, and it would uh, like it would point decoders. to yeah, it would have exactly. It was just an item they had that yes. they knew if they put on this map, pointed to something. So exactly, that way they use that as a exactly. Reference. That's it's right. Like it's the older version of pointing your finger, but when the map's giant, you're like, okay, put this exactly. Here. If it's just right, I go towards this. That's right. So it's like drawing a map in the sand. Yes. So anyway, so I just thought it was hilarious that I was like, this is exactly why we have these interesting mysterious descriptions of sightings like chariots coming from the sky or the finger of God coming down and taking people. Um, These are all things from the Bible that have been described as well as from various texts uh, that, that have been found in history um, that have described aerial phenomena of some kind, whether it be, uh, you know, a weather or or craft of some kind we will never know because obviously like we said it's being associated with things that they had at the time right as uh, far as this phone goes 
I say the historic society shouldn't immediately put it. Exactly. That's what that's what I said. Is I'm like, well, look now immediately you're you're swaying public opinion. Well, now you know when the historic society is like, no, that belongs in the Smithsonian, so it can never be researched mm-hmm. by someone qualified. Exactly. If it's got strange gems in it. Take that shit to a lab. Hit it with some radiation, different levels of vibration, frequencies. See what those crystals do. If that phone turns on, I will concede that it is an iPhone. Yeah. But, you know, because for all, uh, you know, they did find an iPhone. They're like, oh, cool, neat. And then it stopped working because they don't have a charger. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. they slammed some gems into it for whatever power source they had to try and work it out. Yeah, exactly. You never know. If it's supposed to be alien, check out maybe the strange crystals we don't well, know. Well, like you about. said, we'll never know if it's locked up in a museum. It's just sitting there for everybody to stare at. That yeah. is, I swear, a perfect way for the government to get shit un- untouched. Yeah. Until exactly. Nicolas Cage rolls through there and does a dumb movie. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> I don't even know why. I just hate his face. Oh, it's so funny. I only I watch it. movies where he dies in them. Well, he dies in a lot of them, so you got you got quite the library. No, quite the man, library. Kick ass, luckily I could enjoy. <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas, classic. You get to watch him through. He looks terrible through that movie. <laughs> oh shit! I got shit. pissed off in Ghost Rider when he looks in the mirror after the first time he transforms. He's like, <laughs> does that trying to make the bone thing? I was just like, you're such a bad actor. Why oh, do we keep paying you? I love it. I love it. It cracks I, me up. I hate him. I love it. So, uh, I've got, uh, we've got another one for you guys. So, it's my new insult. If you're looking like you're sick, I'm going to say, you're looking a little like a Nicholas Cage right now. <laughs> That's a good insult. That's a good insult. Yeah, I don't know that any, I would have to explain oh, shit, anything to anybody. Yeah. If I told a random person, you look like Nicholas Cage, they'd be like, oh. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't appreciate everybody that. knows he looks terrible. Oh, shit. What happened to your mic, Mike? Or your camera? Shit, you knocked your camera over. Where is my camera? <laughs> it's right. It's right. I don't know where stuff is. <laughs> Honestly. I look, you... over, I, look, <laughs> I look over this camera. It's a good thing I'm keeping an eye I on this like shit. punch it? I look it's over something. it. I think you moved your, your drink. Oh, and it was just. Like, oh, my God. I look over it. It's staring at the ceiling. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Mike amazing. took a drink of his drink, so it. Uh... <laughs> I wasn't aware of where it was. Oh. You could have at any point been like, Mike, don't it. look directly at the camera. I'd be like, I don't know where it's at. Where am I looking? I'll stare at the light. Oh, shit. I love it. <laughs> oh, man. It cracks me up. So, uh, so going on to the next thing, moving on to the next thing. But uh, I just think that's funny. With the, I mean, not funny, but I think it's interesting concept, the mushroom deal. And the way that they tie it in with aliens is that it's like, it's similar to how people say that we were seeded by another race. But imagine like a natural process of seeding, which is just. Which is literally just your planet getting hit by anything. Yeah, anything. Well, they've speculated that the Mojave Desert, uh, or not the Mojave, the. Um desert kind of in Nevada was it what what about it oh just parts of it they found algae uh, oh yeah and moss type stuff that they've only ever seen on the surface of Mars 
Oh, yeah. Which stands to Mars got hit by something, something flew off, fell into our atmosphere. Yeah. Went there and then started growing. Well, and there's a lot of, I mean, there is a lot of uh, uh, theories that go into that. I think it's funny that you hear like government officials be like, no, that could never happen. Uh, well, then why is it when every asteroid hits, big or small, you guys quarantine off the area and search it first? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's no a shit. big deal. Like, you guys are like, no, don't touch. We are debating on letting our scientists bring shit back from space because we don't want to have the space flu. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that could happen at all times. Pretty sure that's how our immune systems work. Something hits the planet, spreads around, people get sick. Those that don't die uh, live. That's right. It makes the future generation stronger. That is literally all of history. Yeah, yeah. Similar to what's going on right now. Anyways, but, uh, you know, something else the government has been sweeping under the rug for a long time is this theory of weather manipulation. Oh, yeah, that kind of. It was big for a while, and then Mm -hmm. they just kind of dropped off. Yeah, well, now a video has surfaced. Of uh, Top Gear guy, I can't remember his name. One of those British old uh, folks. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Is it the one that's doing like a cooking show and stuff? Is he doing a, a cooking there's, show? There's a whole other, like they're done with Top Gear. The, that show's over, I'm pretty yeah. sure. They got other shit going on. And yeah, one of Well, them. now it's like American. They got an American one. But anyways, it's, it's yeah, it's one of the British guys from the Top Gear. Uh, but this is... A, and I'm going to show you guys a video, but um, to start it off with, what I want to show you here is, let's let's play the video real quick, and then we'll we'll we'll. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to play this video for you guys real quick, but first, but first, let's play let's, this video. Let's play this video real quick. I know. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You're all jumbled today. I'm all jumbled. All right. So here we go. So here's and uh, you know the rest of it. You guys can go in and watch the whole thing, but this is about a minute fifty in. And uh, so here it is. The dead. The dead. So for those of you that are just listening, there's a machine that looks like the bottom part of a rocket that's putting out. It looks like exhaust fumes, but it's actually a uh, cloud. Don't worry if you can't hear what I'm saying. Um, I couldn't even hear myself. This is the loudest sound you could possibly conceive. And as it turns out, the cleanest. So for those that are just listening, there is a gigantic cloud that formed from this thing in a matter of moments. That cloud up there, which was generated by the engine, is just a mixture of hydrogen and oxygen. It's water vapor. And in about an hour's time, someone in Mississippi is going to get wet washing. Now, listen to that. They created that. That's in Britain. Okay. Somebody in Mississippi is going to get rain from that. Now, that's one small cloud. Now, imagine what they can do with that. Like, are those exact coordinates? Like, they he knows for sure it's going to Mississippi? Or was that well, no, he's just saying with this, someone in Mississippi could get rain. But okay. what he's saying yeah. is this shit is he, going he to travel and an take normal cloud. This cloud is a normal cloud. It's a normal cloud. And uh, it, so it's crazy to think about the idea that, uh, I mean, obviously... A lot of people have suspected weather, uh, you know, manipulation for a long time. But let's let's Which finish. Which was the... met with a lot of government denial. Yeah, no shit. Exactly. There's a lot of that going around of things that are coming out. But let's let's finish the. Will actually rain. Oh, 
I told you. It's raining. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Oh. All right, so for those that are just listening. That's not even our government. No. So that's that's what's crazy about that is uh, is the fact that you know it's it's happening. I mean, it's so that's video evidence of them creating this. Now it blows my mind. Why aren't we just regrowing rainforest for renewable wood? Yeah, regrow them, cut what you need down, regrow it, cut what you need down, regrow it, and then it's got a population for all those endangered animals that we keep taking out of there. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for this. Every time, oh, we're doing everything we can. You're not even doing some of what you can. Now, here's the breakdown of this machine, okay? This machine uses 500,000 gallons of fuel. Now, NASA... We have a fuel shortage right now, I'm pretty sure. NASA (laughs) built an engine in the wetlands of Mississippi. That's where this is. Okay. Okay, and the first thing they installed was a huge loudspeaker to play white noise. They did this to simulate the sound of a rocket. They then sent a number of trucks into different directions out into the wilderness. The drivers were ordered to stop when the numbers became acceptable. This gave them an imaginary boundary line, and anyone living on the inside of this, often a simple choice. Stay, or you'll never hear another TV program again, or leave and take NASA's money. Wow. Every single one of them left. They just scooby-dooed those people. NASA ended up with exactly what they wanted, which was 125,000 acres of nothing. They even had to move, get this, five cemeteries because, quote, the noise they planned on making would quite literally wake the dead. The vibrations would shake the dirt and shake the dead and raise the dead out of the ground. Which is funny, because to get one corpse exhumed requires an awful fucking good reason. Yeah. is a big PR fiasco, and you have very limited time to find something. Yep. Other than that, if you're NASA, you can just move mass graves. So now, mind you, this is NASA. Which means the government does not respect the dead. Correct. Which means they do not believe in Christianity. (laughs) Well... Well, is a lot that, of things, a lot of things, thing? a lot of For things, a government that requires you to be an active Christian in your community to become president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the same government moving mass quantities of dead people without any respect for their project, for their ability to do what they said they couldn't do. Yep. So now, so now comes the weather manipulation. Now we just showed well, we just showed right them now. creating a cloud, okay, that rain then cloud. rained right in the area. Okay? So now we're going to talk about how NASA accidentally showed evidence of large-scale weather manipulation on or in satellite pictures. Um, so here, I'm, I'm going to put these pictures up right now. Uh, so we're going to go through a series of these, but they are claiming that these came from what's called a harp station. Um, so I didn't know what harp meant and I had to look it up and I did not know this. So harp is high frequency active auroral research program was initiated as an ionos- uh, ionospheric research program 
jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy, the University of Alaska Fairbanks, and DARPA. And it was designed and built by Bay, B, uh, Bay, BAE Advanced Technologies. Incorrect. I almost guarantee this was designed by Tesla and waited till after his death. Oh, maybe. To patent. Oh, yeah, probably. That's absolutely what happened. He was controlling weather with his little, when he was trying to make lightning storms before he invented Wi-Fi. Yep. <laughs> That's the only reason we have radio, television, anything, any Wi-Fi was Tesla's that design. Yep. Trying to cause electricity to be able to travel across distances. Yep. That's where weather manipulation started. Its original purpose was to analyze the ionos- ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. Yeah. So Guaranteed the they did time, that still. They did that still. Oh, yeah. the next well, It hasn't been very long since the very last time NASA was up there in low atmosphere dumping what they claim to be just water vapors. Yeah. They're just, oh, no, it's not harmful chemicals. It's nothing. These are just uh, high-altitude jet planes releasing water vapors for testing. Yeah. Well, that came out as well, the whole uh, evidence of uh, of them planting. I mean, they, they're, mm-hmm. they're putting up, uh, you know, aluminum up there. So I'd, I'd be putting gold up there. Yeah. Honestly, all over our atmosphere. That was That's exactly how it conducts electricity. That's how you would be able to get an electromagnetic planetary generator. Yeah. Is line your entire atmosphere with that, get rid of all that garbage floating around up there, and because it conducts electricity far better. You do that in the high ionosphere and let that keep going, find a way to apply the mass amounts of gravity from the inside, lower atmosphere, and then it would push out anything, reflecting asteroids and such. Yeah. Well, now we're going to show... We're going to show images that uh, there's one up on the screen right now, but there's uh, we're going to show images of them. Uh, what, like I said, NASA accidentally showing evidence of large scale weather manipulation. So, um, geoengineering is pretty fascinating. I mean, it's it's a lot of used to be a lot of science fiction, uh, but now it's straight up real life, and so now we're seeing evidence of. NASA being directly involved um, with controlling, uh, you know, some form of climate change. Grow. I don't. I don't know what you would what you would call it. What's happening to our climate? I. I don't know if it's they're trying to destroy it or what. But now you have NASA's own satellite images. Um, this proof, what appears to be proof of climate engineering. Um, so we've got another image here. And this one is, um, let's see, let me get to it right here. So this one is um, the east coast of Australia. And it shows, there's this guy, Dane um, Wingington, and he's uh, he writes for the Wake Up World. And he describes as many variances of radio frequency and cloud impact. So for those of you that are just listening, this is a satellite image of cloud formations over the east coast of australia and it has ripples in it like like radio waves um in the cloud formations and it goes on there's more of these i mean we're talking about everywhere from i mean this is the uh let's see this is the africa's west coast Mm. we've got this one which is um, 
California coast. So for those of you watching, every single one of these images looks as though it's being hit with like, have you ever seen when you put vibration through a pool of water? You ever seen that? The ripple effect? Ripples. Yeah. That's what it looks like in these images. It looks like that, but on clouds. And I mean, this one, this one here is really, is really pronounced. Um, the interesting thing is that they're talking about this coming from the harp station. They have images of this coming from the harp station. And that's where it's, it's really crazy. Uh, that one right there. So I've got an image up right now of, you can see the harp station. It's outlined there. Uh, and then you can see the clouds. It's literally emitting. Like imagine, oh, what's the word? Like uh, in the movies when the, a sonic the sound, like they're trying to, down. like they're they're doing, and it's like this cone of vibration, and it always looks like all these rings. It's when it's uh, it's kind of they use it like when you're looking above a fire. Yes, you see the heat. Yeah, it's very similar. But these are like these very clear. It's a very clear cone. Mm-hmm. Only in this area coming from this DARPA stage or from this harp station. Uh, but anyways, it's crazy. So they believe there are some people that, that believe that this geoengineering technology is actually controlling these large storms. Now we have an escalation in from um, hurricane. Uh, what was it? Hurricane. Uh, I don't know. Pick one. Matthew. A lot of them. That I've got. And Hurricane Irma that were just gigantic hurricanes and the problem is people are wondering like what's causing this escalation in weather phenomena well this could be what's causing is you have government agencies that are actually fucking with the weather and causing long-term consequences i guess it's accidental long-term consequences or they're intentional Mm -hmm. population control in areas Mm -hmm. if they've done like extensive testing to find out if you can destroy yeah. the atmosphere in a spot and then give it X amount of time before it will regrow itself there. Yeah. Then they could absolutely be planning like a mass population control. Well, there you was could eliminate the atmosphere. Yeah. Go underground, live where you need to live until it regrows, killing everybody that can't go underground. And then you popping back up on top with significantly less people and more resources. It's amazing that we live in a time that you can go and shop for cannabis like you do shoes. All kinds of different types and sizes for all types of different individuals. Well, if you're like me and you like a nice, balanced experience with no pesticides, clean soil-grown craft cannabis, then you want to ask for Hell's Canning Cannabis Company in your local Washington retailer. The reason why is because they use true live organic soil recipes, custom-made per strain, per plant, like Mother Nature intended. You can't get any better. So if you want craft cannabis with a balanced experience, ranging from strains like Jesus OG or Acapulco Gold, or their own Hell's Cookies, then you want Hell's Canyon Cannabis Company. Ask for them in your local Washington retailer, and if they don't have it, tell them to talk to me, and I'll make sure they get it. Back to the show. 
Well, there's a lot of theorists that are blaming Hurricane Matthew on these very, um, on these very machines or stations or whatever you want to call them. Absolutely. You'd think if they're all going to say, well, well, you can't fuck with anything here. It causes, you know, domino effects with this and that. Mm -hmm. It's the whole rule of time travel. You cause one ripple somewhere and it could cause a hurricane somewhere else if it hits the right jet stream. If they're causing storms that would then cause tsunamis places, they would chain reaction and hit wherever. Like, honestly, inland is definitely the place to live now that they have that technology. Well, these theorists, you know, for once again, for those that are listening, these photos show what appear to be ripples um, from radio or microwave frequency transmissions or what they're calling atmospheric aerosols. And so even if it's exactly what they were dumping, what NASA was dumping up there. So even if it's true, and even if it is done with what they are calling good intentions, which I believe is incredibly doubtful. Uh, I believe what they'd tell me if I had a good plan with good intentions is that the road to hell is paved with those. Exactly. Well, and not to mention, what are the consequences, once again, the long-term consequences of you know messing with the weather well if they're doing it anyway i don't know why they're not like regrowing deserts and shit i know exactly if you're looking for whole new land to occupy fucking hit a desert with rain for the next 90 days yeah see what grows and then move shit out there i imagine nobody owns it yeah well according to this guy who uh, wrote about this dane um he says that Earth's life support systems have been damaged by climate intervention over the course of 65 years. And he claim, he says countless other forms of anthropogenic destruction to the biosphere was inflicted upon it as well. Quote, climate engineers are now, are, are now appearing to be attempting to use the very same intervention methods which caused the damage in the first place to mitigate the harm already done. There is no sanity in this equation. That's like 65 years. That's like 10, 15 years after Tesla had first come up with trying to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So once they shut that down when he was broke, they easily could have started working on that same technology yeah. and only unleashing it 20 years later once they were ready to control it. Yeah. Now, Dane is he is a naturalist and a photographer you know, I'm not a huge fan of environmentalists only because I believe that logging is necessary to keep, you know, thin forests down, to keep the fuel down. And some of these people are ridiculous and they think that, you know, the earth is just going to well groom itself. I get where they're coming from. I mean, I, I do because like it's, it it's down. taken advantage of and it's overdone. Well, what's, what's the, like, you're in it for the wood, not yeah. the saplings, like, for real. Well, right? but again, a lot of these logging companies nowadays, what they do is they go back through and re, they do go back through and reseed trees. So they plant trees so along in the same area where they the just problem, log. Then. Yeah. But, uh, but, and I'm not saying anything bad about this guy. This guy doesn't seem to be one of them. But he claims that these images, like I got an image up right now, which is a thermal one of showing cloud formations and all that. Um, and he says that this depicts how radio frequency transmissions affect cloud formations 
which are powerful evidence that toxic, electrically conductive heavy metals such as aluminum sprayed into our skies by the chemtrail geoengineering programs. Um, he describes how radio frequency transmissions affect cloud formations by the spraying of toxic, electrically conductive heavy metals. Mm-hmm. So, um, once again, I mean, it's hard when you look at the the image of the radio waves coming from the harp station uh it is it is very hard to argue with that well and if they're like oh this is just for you know us tracking whatever yeah yeah you're not a uh, doppler station yeah like you're telling me we need two buildings to do the same job yeah no the doppler station tracks the weather globally you here are generating things yeah so nasa would be it's a privately funded program like what would they be needing all this other shit? Yeah. Or like you don't need to be dipping your hands everywhere unless it's to grant the immunity that you seem to get from government contracts. Yeah. So can't do anything to that. That's need to know. That's classified. Can't mess. Can't just walk into a harp station because military will escort you the fuck out. Yeah. No shit. Oh yeah. For real. Yeah. Well, that's the, the thing, that you know, were, yeah, right we, there with uh, what Air Force was it? Yeah, Air Force, Navy, yeah, yep. and DARPA. They can't continue to be called private companies if they are partnered with government facilities. Exactly. I'm tired of that. Yeah, NASA is not a publicly funded anything. No, it is. I don't know what you want. Like the military gifted a general a, a five point six trillion dollars to go ahead and take home. And then it just found its way to NASA. Yeah. I don't care what shady way you're going about it. You're funding it all. Yeah. It's bullshit. Come out with it. If I mean, if we can't do anything to stop you, what's stopping you from telling us? Yeah, just exactly. Like, hey, so we're fucking doing this. Do something about it. Well, and maybe it's because we do have more power than they let on. And Well, we do. If literally mm-hmm. every civilian would stop yeah. doing their things, like, okay, yeah, I get that, oh, well, without jobs and money and blah, blah, blah. You could, you're civilians. You could do it on your own and just not pay the taxes. Yep. This is not a government facility. You can go and make a farm yourself. Everybody revolted against the government. They're not making any more money because now it's truly in a privately funded business. Yeah. Not, oh, well, we want to get in on that contract. We'll give you a million dollars if you partner with us. No, fuck that. Well, and that's exactly why they say it's a private company is even though it's or a public company is because it's a public company that partnered. Yeah, and still owns because the they're they're shares. basically stealing Americans' money and giving it to these programs. And I have to uh, assume if right now this privately funded NASA decided to quit altogether, just like nope, I'm the owner, I'm the publicly, we all cashed in our shares. Where NASA has gone bankrupt, the military wouldn't bail it out. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, no. It's it's military. Yeah, they 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 military. bailed out banks and and car dealerships. Yeah, they're definitely gonna do the rockets. You know <laughs> definitely it's not fully illegal for me to get into an argument or a mild verbal altercation with a civilian, but I might get my ass handed to me doing it to someone from NASA. Yeah, I start questioning a guy or whatever. His military bodyguard's gonna damn near kill me. That's right. Well, as we love to say. The government is shysty bastards, and so absolutely they will. I mean, they, they've proven time and time again they're doing it now 
with releasing these tiny little bits of information, just enough to not get the, the public in a panic, but just enough to release the information they need to to get us up to speed to be able to release new technology, which is which is exactly what they're going to do. You know, they're going to release new technology in a big wave. They're going to announce that they're on the moon. They're going to do, they're going to announce that they're, they're mining asteroids all of a sudden. Yeah. And, uh, we've made an explosive boom in technology yeah. since seeking our new space faring adventures. Yeah. And, <laughs> and let me you. just, let me just say something about, you know, as, as unpopular as this is, I'm not necessarily spreading conspiracy theories, but I'm just going to throw one out. Mm-hmm. All right. So, when it comes to the very popular medical procedure uh, conversation that is happening right now, I want you all to think about something. Oh, the COVID stuff. Yeah. yeah. Very, very simple idea. Those of you that play video games that have a PlayStation, an Xbox, whatever, how do they update these systems without having to get you to download software? Through the fact that your PlayStation is a node to a giant network. Right. So they can access that anytime they want to to patch certain software, update games, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine we have in a world, hypothetically speaking, of course, where we have a billionaire space fanatic mm-hmm. who is putting satellites in the air by the thousands, creating a constellation purely that is creating a constellation of sorts. Okay. It even goes by name of constellation Mm -hmm. that is now also going to implant a device in your head via link called neural link that is also able to have patchable downloadable software. Now you have hypothetically speaking, of course, injectable nanotechnology. Oh, at that point, they could literally suggest you with frequencies. If exactly. So, so all I'm saying is, is this. I'm not them. saying this is happening. I'm saying the possibility is more than overwhelming. I just think it's absolutely just... possible that they could and are doing this. Not. I mean, we have the technology now. This is not something that they would have to build, that they would have to. No, but our that's, world that's has they, this technology they now. They say, oh, but it's immoral, so we wouldn't do that. Bullshit. I know. That's They're running in that problem now. Yeah. I'm not saying the whole, you know, anti-vaccine versus pro-vaccine yeah, thing. I don't really care. But they are running into this defiant problem because people have seen how often they lie to you. Exactly. When the government tells you to do something, they're like, fuck you. You lied to me eight times last week. That's right. I'm not doing what you say. Yep. And then even if it is for the best that everybody get this vaccine, there are so many people that would rather die because they've been lied to over and over and over. Over and so over again. So this for the better of the, for, for your own good, we're only going to tell you so much. Look what it did. Yeah. It might kill the population because you don't tell the truth. Exactly. And that's, that's the problem is once again, Whatever side of this you're on, I'm not even I'm not even debating that. Who the fuck am I yeah, to no, tell you what you should or should not do? What I'm saying though is I'm saying of all the things that they have decided to use against us technology-wise, everything else, you're telling me that okay. the convenience 
of having satellites in the sky linked to a patch in your brain that now controls nanotechnology coursing through your blood and your genetic makeup. You're telling me that's not a convenient way to control people and that that's never going to happen. I just, to me, it's, it's, it's too much of a coincidence to not at least throw it out as, Hey, at least look for this, at least be aware of this that's out there. Okay. And once again, hypothetical world (laughs) all right anyways but look everybody needs to make an informed informed educated decision you know per i i would i would hope with a trusted medical professional but it seems as though the world is hell-bent on making this not your choice so is the deal. So I just think goes. let's all be aware and let's be aware. Cause as we know, look, if you're listening to the show, I'm pretty sure you already are like, I don't like the government. And uh, so I'm like, well, let's count the reasons why you shouldn't. I'm so positive. If this is your second time listening, you for <laughs> sure. Don't maybe you didn't know the first time. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, uh, but I'm let's pretty, hammer it home. I'm let's hammer sure it home. Every episode we're like, fuck <laughs> government. Fuck them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit i had to do one anyways uh so thank you all for joining in mike i'm so glad you're here once again yeah good to see you man and uh so for those that want to share the episode it really helps us grow the show thank you very much uh please share distribute if you can i know that we're kind of uh we're kind of offensive but people love us, so don't worry about it. Uh, just splash us about. We'll do the heavy lifting. Yeah, don't worry if, about that. Maybe if you're listening to us, don't have your kid on your lap. Yeah, maybe. Something. You know, it's or maybe you're into that. I don't know. But uh, you know, <laughs> I maybe don't, I don't want you listening to my show if you're into that. <laughs> no, I mean not into the kid thing. I mean into letting your kid listen to some weird shit. Oh Jesus, Mike, you took a dark turn. Anyways. <laughs> Once again, for those of you, uh, please go on and support ClarksonCBDCo.com. Shop online. Get delivered right to your door. We're talking CBD gummies, capsules, everything. Uh, most of it is free shipping, anything over 50 bucks. And if you use promo code UFO, no, UFONO, you save 10% on your entire purchase. And that goes a long way. So anyways, try that out. And as well, if you're a Washington resident and you go and you happen to smoke it a weed, go into Hell's Canyon or go into your local Washington retailer and ask for a Hell's Canyon Cannabis Company and you will get such a balanced experience. You're going to be like, ooh, I missed it. Uh, Anyways, but thank you again. Once again, Leonard, Damon, uh, Corey, uh, uh, Grayson, thank you all very much. And give, let me know who the fuck you are so I can give you a shout out because I love you all. Uh, and I know we got some listeners out there, so please hit me up, 208-790-8226. Once again, you can find us on Facebook um, and now on the YouTube. So make sure, like, subscribe, review, leave a leave a comment. And uh, anyways, that's it, guys. That's it for us. We did that's, it. that's our show. We did it. Thank you, Mike, once again for being on the show. And uh, that's it, peeps. Bye-bye.